Another record broken. This past November, four and a half million Americans quit their jobs, and that passes the previous mark from September. We seem to be breaking records a lot lately, but many economists see this as a hopeful sign. What experts are calling the COVID recession in 2020 seems to be over, at least in part. This new jobs report has increased hope in some circles. When the pandemic started, over 22 million people lost their jobs. But the millions who left their jobs in November quit voluntarily. This may mean there are more opportunities for advancement. Even with this many resignations, Those who were not planning on retirement seem to have found other jobs. And for every unemployed worker, there are now one and a half jobs available. Economies are like roller coasters. They go up, they go down. But one thing is steady. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Welcome to Haven Today. Here it is Friday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus as we wrap up the first week of 2022, and we're in a series called All the Bible in 90 Days. A team member here at Haven Ministries was looking through one of Haven's first publications called The Log of the Good Ship Grace. It was way back from 1936, and I believe it was broadcast on New Year's Eve. 1935. We found the words very encouraging. First mate Bob, the original speaker and founder of the Haven of Rest, wrote, What the forthcoming year may hold of joy and sorrow, of triumph and defeat, we are not given to know. For yesterday and tomorrow belong to God and to Him alone. But with a song in our hearts, we gladly face the dawn of a new year. For it is joy unspeakable and full of glory, to know that greater is he that is within us than that that is in the world. All I can say to that is amen and amen. The hope of the gospel gives us hope in this world. And I'm so grateful that as we enter Haven's 88th year of ministry, can you believe that? We have always sought to share the great story that's all about Jesus. Stay with me. We're going to think once more about the gospel as found in Romans. And a little later, we'll hear once again from Bill Campbell, who runs the Bible in 90 Days ministry, and speaking of the wonderful way to understand God's Word. I want to send you a special Bible with the reading plan built into it. Will you join me and take up the challenge? Get a bird's eye view of all the scriptures and see how the Lord will use it to draw you closer to Him here in this new year. And for your first gift of the year to Haven today, I want to send you the special Bible in 90 days with the reading plan built in that shows you where to start and stop each day. And plus, it has a little larger print than normal that helps make the reading go more quickly. Call us after the program at 800-654-2836. That's 865-HAVEN. Or you can make your gift and order your Bible there at our website, haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And I really would suggest you do that because then you can sign up 
to receive weekly encouragements by email that'll help you stay on track. And once you've done that, you can also download the free bookmark we've created with the daily reading plan so that you can get started right away. And now let's get our program going here with Jeremy Camp. Here I am to worship. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see Beauty that made this heart adore you Hope of a life spent with you And here I am to worship Here I am to bow down Here I am to say that together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to me. King of all days, oh so highly exalted, glorious in heaven, was Jeremy Camp with a song that he made famous, Here I Am to Worship, and the first weekend without a holiday. (laughs) Isn't it funny how quickly we get used to things? Christmas, New Year's, doesn't it seem like there should be something this weekend? Well, there is. It may not be a holiday recognized by many or even most people, 
But we have a time of rest and refreshment for this weekend, and we get to hear from our Lord. We're getting deeper and deeper into January, and those of us who live more in the north are probably in for a cold few more months of winter. Between the winter weather and the increase in sickness, many of us may be live-streaming a service this Sunday instead of physically gathering with God's people. But either way, we get to hear from God's own Word. Have you ever lived hundreds or even thousands of miles away from someone you love? It may be a family member or maybe a close friend. If you're anything like me, sometimes you just need to hear their voice. Or we FaceTime on our phones at my house so we can see the other person on the other end. Have you ever thought about that when it comes to the Savior? Wouldn't it be wonderful to hear his voice or to have been alive during his earthly ministry? Sometimes I find myself thinking things like this. But you know what? You and I can both hear his voice. And where do we hear it? We hear it in his word. In Romans 10, the Apostle Paul was answering an objection to the gospel message. What about the Jewish people? Has God forgotten his promises to them? Well, Paul wasn't having any of that. He tells us there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The gospel is for everyone. And anyone who calls on Jesus and trusts in him will receive his salvation. But, you know, that still leaves us with a bit of a problem. No one is born into this world already knowing that Jesus came and lived, died, and rose again for those who believe in him. We have to be told, don't we? And how can we hear these things if they aren't proclaimed to us? Well, Paul had that thought, too. And the Holy Spirit inspired him to write these very words. The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Jesus sends people to proclaim his gospel to the ends of the earth. It's still going on today. And when his messengers faithfully proclaim his word, Christ himself is speaking to us. We do hear his voice every time we open our Bibles. We get to hear this word read and preached this weekend. And we also get to read this word ourselves. That's how we hear our Lord and Savior speak to us. The question is, are you listening? And are you taking time to read his word to you? Once again, we're joined by Bill Campbell, the executive director of Scripture Awakening, who oversees the Bible in 90 Days program. Bill, tell us what the Bible in 90 Days is all about. You know, Charles, we all as Christians believe the Bible is God's source book for us. It's like an operation manual, so we should read it. And we find it's devotional. It touches our lives, and it's fresh, like like a fresh meal every day. It's not just about information. It's inspiration. It, it feeds our souls. But to read it cover to cover gives us a full picture. And to read it cover to cover in just three months gives us what we call the airplane view, where you can kind of see where you took off 
and also as you're landing, you see the whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. to be able to see the whole grand view can be life changing and very inspiring. Mm. One of the things that I'm thinking, Bill, about my own life. I'm thinking about how many times as a young Christian, I tried to read the Bible all the way through. Typically, I started it as a year-long adventure, and I failed until I was probably in my late 20s. And it wasn't again until I read the Bible in 90 days that I was actually able to do it, and it felt easy. But I laughed when I first heard about the Bible in 90 days. What's your thinking? Why is it a little easier? And I know you've talked to a lot of people who've had trouble doing it. Why is it easier to read the Bible in a shorter period of time rather than over a year? Or I've seen two-year plans. I know you have. And, you know, why is it? We hear regularly the story that, you know, I've tried reading the Bible through in a year or more, and I get stalled out because life happens. There are challenges and changes Mm -hmm. in life. And when it's in just three months, and I know I need to schedule that 45 minutes to an hour a day, and I can break it apart, maybe a little bit during breakfast or a little bit in a coffee break, a little bit if I'm at work during lunch, you know, or if I'm a working mom, single mom, may think I don't have much time, but I can find time if I budget the time. If it's just three months, I have a goal, I have a deadline, I can do this. And we find about 90% of people that attempt this, if they follow the basic guidelines, they succeed Mm. and with delight. We just had a group yesterday finish reading through Bible in 90 Days, and people came up and just talked with joy about how God touched Mm. their lives. And what seemed so impossible was very attainable because here's the other key is you do it, if possible, with a few friends, with a small group. Sometimes whole churches do this together. It's happened around the country. But when others are doing it with you, you can kind of encourage each other. And if one's falling behind and and their friends say, come on, keep going, we're going to do this. And it works better together. You can do it as a person alone as well. But those are two keys. One is you've got a plan. It's just 90 days. I can plan my life around that. Number two, if possible, have others doing it with you. And just because it's not January 1st, you can still start it, right? It doesn't have to be the exact beginning of the year, New Year, to do it. Well, that's for sure. People are starting the program all different times of year. And so there is no one time. But, you know, as Haven today, as the audience is using this starting January 1st, if some start a little bit and they're hearing this even after the first, that's not a problem. Whenever you want to start it, budget yourself. The the Bible's set up with 12 pages a day, so it's really easy. It's kind of fun, actually, because you can see through the translucent pages as you're getting closer and closer to your 12-page mark. You know, and so you're reading through and I'm, I'm going to get there. You know, my wife has been doing this and at night she'll say, stop talking to me. <laughs> I can see the mark. I'm getting close. I just want to finish this reading, you know, but you can start anytime. Hmm. I think you've told me this before, Bill, that basically for the average reading speed, about 30 minutes a day, that's manageable for all of us, I would think, isn't it? Yeah, 30 minutes is for the speed reader. 45 is average. An hour is about, you know, if if you're a slower reader. Okay. But let me tell you a story. If this seems like, boy, I'm I'm a slow reader. I don't know. That's a lot of time. I was doing a class a couple years ago, and this family with young kids, ages 12 and 13, came up and said, 
we're going to do this with you. And I thought, oh, I know what's going to happen here. They, they won't read very well. They won't make it through. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the class, they came up and said, we've got a problem. I, and I thought, I know what their problem is. They're, they're giving up. They said, we've already finished. We've done the whole thing. Wow. The next time I did the class, an old couple came in, and the man had never been to church. He doesn't go to church, but he thought this was intriguing. And by the way, you know, involve your church because you'll get people coming to church that don't normally come. So they started reading. I thought, now I know where this is going to go. They, they said they would have a hard time reading because they have to read it out loud to each other. Mm. They would do it every night. Halfway through the class, they came up. They said, we got a problem. And I thought, I know the problem. They're quitting. They said, we're already done. We got so excited. We did wow. it, you know, in half the time. And when people finish early, I tell them, that's great. If you're in a group, stick with the group and enjoy the conversations that, mm-hmm. as people finish out. But congratulations. However you do it, the goal is to read the whole book and to read every word thoughtfully. And, and Charles, a real key that we should talk about is don't get hung up in side in all the rabbit trails and so forth. It's a reading program. Right. And and I think we should mention, we do offer, if someone wants to use their own favorite Bible that they've used forever, we will just send you the program and we have it on a card or you can download it online. But it's interesting. Let me make one recommendation and then you can address this too. Don't use a study Bible to try to read the Bible in 90 days, right? Absolutely. There are plenty of online Bibles, and, and they can work. In fact, the beauty of Bible Gateway and Uversion and other online programs is you can click a button and listen if you prefer to listen mm-hmm. as you're reading or maybe as you're driving, so mm-hmm. you're not actually reading with, you know, with your mind, but you're listening. There are many good options. With the online versions, you can enlarge the text if, if you have a hard time seeing the Bible, mm-hmm. make it as big as you need. But... The hard copy is ideal. If you can use the B90 Bible, it's formatted for reading. It's going to help you most. But if you choose another version for any reason, it's still God's Word. And that's the key. And and so hard copies, studies have shown when we read an actual physical page, our brains function better. We retain information a little bit better. We sleep better at night if we're not doing Internet all day long. You know, So keeping that in mind, do what works for you. And you may mix it up. You may say, one day I'm going to read it on my phone, on the internet. The next day I'll be at home using my hard copy. Hmm. How do you see the Lord working? And just tell me a little bit more about how the Lord is just using a Bible reading program to lead people to Him. Charles, the most exciting thing is that one person that's reading and they're saying, I've, you know, what I've been hearing you know, this last three months going through with their group, saying things like, I never read those parts of the Bible before. Mm. I didn't know they were there. Mm. And then they talk about it, and, and I never understood these things. And then they start talking about how the Old Testament brings the New Testament to light. So mm. whether it's behind prison bars or in a business community, in a church situation, whether it's one group or a whole church doing it together or you know multiple groups, Sunday school program, homeschool families will use it. It just it works anywhere. It works on the Internet. You know, it's hard for us to track everyone who's doing this. It's kind of gone viral in its own way. We don't always know who's doing what and what church is using it, but it's that one person every time, one story at a time. That's where the excitement comes for us. Bill Campbell with Scripture Awakening and the Bible in 90 Days. Thanks for joining me again here on Haven Today. Would you mind leading us in prayer? Lord, we thank you for your word. As David said, it's a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. We confess, Lord, sometimes we 
forget to read it or we just get distracted. Maybe sometimes we're a little bit lazy. Inspire us once again. David sought after you with his whole heart. And Lord, he described your word as as the food, the drink that he longed for. Give us the heart of David. Lord, we pray that we could get beyond the complacency that makes us think we've already arrived spiritually. Remind us how Paul, that great spiritual athlete who, who used the marathon analogy and said, I don't look back, I keep on running. If you've got a different attitude, you know, get it right, get right with God. You haven't arrived yet. There's room to grow. Help us, Lord, to adapt that attitude and by every means to seek you with our whole heart, to read the whole of your word, to meditate on its parts, to know you better, and to live for your glory. In the wondrous name of Jesus, who gave his life that we might live eternally, we pray. Amen. I'm finding myself at a loss for words And the funny thing is It's okay The last thing I need Is to be heard But to hear What you would say Word of God speak Would you pour down like rain Washing my eyes to see Your majesty To be still and know That you're in this place Please let me stay and rest In your holiness Word of God speak In the midst of you Beyond the music Beyond the noise All that I need Is to be with you And in the quiet Hear your voice Word of God speak Would you pour down like rain Word of God, speak. 
a song we need to hear, especially for the theme we have had going on the program this week. I'm Charles Morris, and I can say from experience, it is a wonderful blessing to read through the scriptures all the way through in three months. You get to see the big picture, the great story that's all about Jesus. Won't you consider trying reading it in 90 days with me? After all, we get to hear our Savior's voice in his word. Why not try it today with me? You can start at any time, but here at the beginning of a new year is, I think, the best time to start things off fresh and new. And if you haven't read the Bible all the way through or you've done it in a year's time or you've tried and failed, I promise that reading it this quickly will have a life-changing effect on you. And it did for me. So why don't you call us right now? Why don't you make your first of the year gift to Haven today? And we'll send you a special NIV Bible that tells you where to start and where to stop each day. Our number to call is 800 800- 654-2836 800-65-HAVEN or come visit our website you can make your gift there and ask for the special Bible there and the web address is haventoday.org haventoday.org and remember when you're there please sign up for our weekly Bible in 90 Days encouragement email and download the free Bible reading plan bookmark so you can get started. You don't have to wait until your Bible arrives or even use your own Bible. And if you want us to just mail you the reading plan on a bookmark, ask about that when you call. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again next week when on Monday, together, we'll again share the great story that's all about Jesus. Here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Did you participate in a Secret Santa gift exchange for Christmas? I'm trying to remember the last time I was involved in one. Buying a gift for someone who doesn't expect it can be hard, right? And what do you get for the person who has everything? Well, no matter whether we succeed or fail in finding a good gift, we can know that God has given us the greatest gift imaginable. Paul telling us in 2 Corinthians 5 that God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. The great exchange. It's hard to believe, isn't it? Christ's righteousness in exchange for our sin. But it isn't a dream. It really happened, and it's called grace. Start receiving Anchor Devotional. Get in touch with us. GetAnchor.com